welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. A deeper understanding into the scriptures I may be using. Fare kabalandas kibale karadabas zonima ale katabahayas shanda la baba baba bahaya ianda la basada la bahatas in the name of Jesus, Amen. Father, we ask your presence. We ask you to teach us your word in clarity. In Jesus' name, Amen. I'm preaching on the subject. The child of God in focus. The child of God in focus. The child God has given to us. The children God have given to, has given to us. The child that God has placed in your hands. We are going to place a focus on them. We're going to look at that subject critically. Many people marry and they desire to have children. And some don't marry and they happen to bear children. Children are a delight to watch. Children are a delight to watch when they are young. But sometimes as they are growing, some of them become burdensome on the same parents who did the naming ceremony for them. Who kept praising their children when they were young? Oh, as for Kofi, they is smart. As for Ajwa, they is smart. But as they grow through the phases of life, and they enter into adolescence, and they enter into adulthood, and somewhere, somehow, they encounter people they must not encounter, or they enter into environments that they, they shouldn't have, we begin to sometimes... Rethink our stance about our children. I've seen parents make declarations like they have regretted giving birth to their children. They look at their children, they look at their son, they look at their daughter and say, I regretted the day I conceived you. Why? Because at that moment, that child is not bringing happiness to the house. At that moment, that child has brought great shame and distress on the family. So the parent will look at the child and say, I regretted the day I gave birth to you. For us to raise and train our children to be godly and relevant in their generation, we ourselves, we ourselves must be godly and relevant. There is no way an ungodly parent will raise a godly child. There is no way a parent who does not fear God will have the grace and ability 
to raise a godly child. Raising of children is very difficult. Even me at this stage, I am finding it quite difficult to steady my children. Because you need to know them in order to adapt for their training. You cannot use training you use for A, for B, and for C. It will not work. And that is where we miss it. Training and raising a child is very difficult. It's like people in church. Some of you for the past 10 years have been preaching, stop fornicating, stop. You are still doing it. I have not put your name on the door. That ushers, when you see Akwesi Mensa coming, throw him out. Raising a child is just like discipling a Christian. It can be very frustrating. It can be very stressful. But the end result thereof brings joy when it becomes effective. I thought you'd say amen. amen. We must know what God is thinking about our children. That is the only way we can raise them. That is the only way you will be interested in every input to bring the child up. Moral input, spiritual input, academic input, social input. If we get to know what God is thinking about that child, then we will align with his dealings on behalf of that child. Because the parent is the one that is going to determine the outcome of the life of that child. You are the one that has direct access to that child for a longer period of time. So if you don't align yourself and we don't align ourselves to the way God is looking at that child and not the way we are seeing that child at that moment, we will miss out on what God wants to do with that child. I remember some time ago, I was talking to a pastor's child, a pastor's daughter. She was very insultive, just like 11 or 12 years. Very insultive, very disrespectful. But as I'm speaking to you today, she is very fervent in the Lord, matured and grown very responsibly. There are changing faces in the life of that child. And some of the faces will not be nice. But that notwithstanding, we must get to know what God is thinking about that child. There are a lot of us here, only God knows where we've gone to Roma and today we are also called Christians. Only God knows. The the corners, the deals, the things we have done. And yet, God is calling you his child today. There is a purpose on every child. And we as parents must play a key role in unfolding that purpose. It will not come by magic. It will not come by only prayer. It will not come by fasting and prayer. 
It will come by knowing what God is thinking about that child. Knowing that Samuel is not Saul. And Saul is not David. And David is not Jonathan. And Jonathan is not Isaac. You have to know. Some of the children will be more intelligent than others. Some of them will be more respectful than others. Some of them will be more calmer like, than others. Some of them will be more sociable than others. You don't force all of them to be sociable. You don't force all of them to love mass. Some of them will write mass to pass. But some of them will write mass to be first. And mass must not define the destiny of a child. Don't look down on your child because he is not good in science. And you are more interested in the one that is good in science. The science students go to university and they come back and the art students determine their salary. Yeah. I thought you are clapping. Yeah. You have head. You can learn. But your salary is determined by the HR. Number one, there are some things I want us to look at. God's foreknowledge about that child. God's foreknowledge about that child. Before a man meets a woman and even thinks about, begins to think about, I want us to have a child. God already knows what child will come into existence. So before you and your husband or you and your wife or you and that man that cornered you in that corner thought of something, God already knew you what child will come out of it. So the child you have, he is not a mystery. He is known by God. Are you here with me? He came the way he came because of the purposes of God concerning his life. One day, the disciples were following Jesus and they saw a man that was crippled. Then they asked him, is it the fault of the father or the mother? He said, no, it is because for the glory of the Lord to manifest. Every child comes the way he came. I came as a blind child. Blind child. For six months, I was blind. And on the sixth month, I began to see by consistent prayer by my mom. To make it worse, I couldn't talk for two years or something. I couldn't talk. I couldn't breathe well. I couldn't eat well. I couldn't coordinate myself well. But it is all because one day like today, I will say it for you to hear so that your faith in the Lord will come alive. Because if you put it together, you cannot imagine how a child like that, when I cry, I cry like a boo or an antelope. So you, if you put it together, there are some people who we used to stay in Matayoko, when they see me today, they are like, ah, is it you? Is it Nanaya? It's me. It's now Pastor Prince. 
you, 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 you must know that God foreknew that child. God has the detail of that child with him. The days of that child are with the Lord. You have no idea of the destiny that child came with. Acts chapter 15 verse 18. Am I communicating with someone? Known unto God all his works from the beginning of the word. So God knows every detail of work that will go on in your life from the beginning. When you went to school, he knew that you would end up with lower. He knew that you end up with upper. He knew that you end up with first class. He knew that you will marry that troublesome man. God knew. He knew. God knows all the days of parents and all the days of children. God knows at what age you will leave your child. He knows everything. God knows that year your parent left you from the surface of the earth. He knew. It didn't surprise him. See what God told Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. He said, I want to be reading so that you follow the reading. Before I formed thee, in the belly I knew thee. So before I, you were formed in the womb of your mother. I knew you. He went further. He said, and before thou cometh forth of the womb, I sanctified thee and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Give me the message version of that quickly. Before I saved you in the womb. So God saved you the way you are. God gave you that color. Stop bleaching. What are you bleaching for? God gave you that color. God gave you that shape. Stop putting gel at where you must not put gel. God knew. God shaped you. God gave me this ear. I don't, I'm not going to do plastic surgery to change it. Because when you come to my hometown, you... you you will know that I'm from there. When you enter the gate, you will see them. This is the mark. If you don't have it, you are not from there. <laughs> God knew. He said, before I shaped you in the womb, I knew all about you. Before you saw the light of day, I had holy plans for you. A prophet to the nations, that's what I had in mind for you. Sometimes you go to school and a particular child is first, first, taking all the prize. And your child is not in their 20s. And you are angry. Thank God that you even have a child. And thank God that Oko school, no, Otumi VA semester, no. And he wrote the exams. And it's, they've written, promoted to class five. 
Why are you stressing your child? From class one to class three, I was not graded because I could not write the exam. Like if a child has not been graded, you should understand. So you, as they are grading from one to sixteen, you is like they, they don't. You are not part of the grade. But from class four, I started coming in thirty something, twenty something, seventeen. By class five, first term, first, 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 till we graduated. Why are you stressing that child? Is that how you performed when you were in class four? <laughs> eh? Please go and bring your results. If I was your child, I'll ask you. Bring your results and let's look. <laughs> hmm? Bring. You are stressing them. You are beating them unnecessarily. Some of them may not even complete university and they will bet an idea. And that is it. Yesterday I was talking to Elvis. I said, Ned, this if your child tells you he wants to sow, you shouldn't stop him. And she said, they can take the sow for engagement. When they sow, they get 1,005. I say, Lord, I'm in the wrong profession. I'm in the wrong profession. Mr. Kansas, you see, you just sow one, 1,005. And I have to work for 30 days before I get salary. And now, if you don't know, you have material. And you want to give to a seamstress now, they'll reject it. They'll tell you they are booked. Hi! And say, you You see now, Pastor Prince, fashion design. <laughs> God knows everything about your child. And he has also sanctified that child for a particular purpose. See it that way. See it that way before you miss that mark. Don't reform the child. Rather, guide that child into that formation. Are you here with me? You have different children. We have three. Two look alike. One is different. The two can sleep. The other one, you don't know when he wakes up. You don't even know whether he sleeps. <laughs> By 4, 4.30, he's up. I'm like, go back and sleep. He said, Daddy, the TV is, the, the TV is not coming. <laughs> the TV is not coming. You, what you are saying, you know, he's not listening. He said, the TV is not coming. <laughs> All you have to do is to put on the TV for him. Psalm 139, verse 16. Thy eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect. So when you were not even a human being looking substance in the womb of your mother, when you were just a flame, when you were just, you know, at a certain stage, we all look like tadpoles. When you were like that, God knew you. So that child, God has the detail of him more than you. You don't know anything. You don't know. 
That is why when Joseph was revealing his dreams and visions to his family, and the father Jacob was there, when he finished, the father did not rebuke him. The Bible said, and Joseph kept them in his heart. And Jacob kept the things Joseph was saying in his heart. Because I'm sure he was shocked. How can me, myself, your mother, your, your brothers, we bow to you. The others may be angry. The elder brother would try to. No wonder they betrayed him and sold him. But the Bible said Jacob kept those things in his heart. May we be parents who can spiritually discern and physically align ourselves to cooperate with God to raise godly children and relevant children in our generation. God is not ignorant of the fiber of that child. Number two, God's, they are God's property. They are God's property. The Christian is not of his own. No Christian is of his own. You were bought with a price. I was bought with a price. So you cannot live for yourself. So Paul said, the life that I now live in the flesh, I live it by the word. By the grace of God. By the love of God. By the influence of he that died for me. So you are not, you can't go where you want to go. That is why we teach the Bible. That is why we can, I can stand on the word and instruct you. Because you are not of your own. I instruct you by the word. And we live by the word to please the word. So every Christian is not of his own. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 19. Quickly. I have 10 minutes. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 19. He said, what? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. So listen to me, child of God. You are not your own unless you are not a Christian. But immediately you identify that you are a believer. You are a child of God. I want you to know that you are not your own. So stop saying, I can do whatever I like. No, then you are not a Christian. A Christian cannot do whatever he or she likes. Let me move it further. Children are not on their own either. Children, so if you are allowing your children to do what they want to do, you are making a big mistake that in your old age, instead of you having rest, you will have unrest. Because that child is not of his own. Psalm 127 verse 3. Quickly. Lord, children are an heritage. I'll break that word down. They are an heritage of the Lord. And the fruit of the womb is his reward. The fruit of the womb is his reward. It's not... It's not, a, 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 it's not the fruit of your skillful nature in bed. The fruit of the womb is his reward. And children are the heritage of the Lord. What is an heritage? A heritage is a property that is inheritable. 
You know, there are properties that is not inheritable. If your father built a family house for the family, for the family, you can't inherit it. Okay? But a heritage is a property that can be inherited. And he said, the fruit of the womb is his reward. Give me another version. Quickly. Quickly. Children are a gift from the Lord. What is a gift? You never buy a gift. So you never own that children, that child. Parents, are you here? You can get angry with me, but that's why I hardly preach on family, marriage, and those things. Because I don't preach with a motivational mind on it. I preach what I see in the Bible. Children are a gift from God to you. So, we must be very careful the environment we expose them to, the things we expose them to, the culture we instill on them because many of us are where we are because of the way our parents raised us. Trust you me. You have done 40 days fast, 30 days fast, but the way you grew up when you were a child is still strongly, strongly having an effect on you. You are timid because your parents made you timid. You had no chance to express yourself. When you did it, it came with a slap. By the time they are warning you, the slap is coming. The next time you will never be adventurous. No wonder you struggled with science. They've killed all their brain cells. Because every time they slap, there were five stars in your eyes. That's brain cells dying. That is why you realize that Dadabi children are very intelligent. It's not a coincidence. So when a poor man's child leaves a class, it becomes a news because a normal. Because they are expecting your brain should be dead by now. You have a frying pan. A boat. Bang, bang. So how can you understand science with a head that has received frying pan beats? The children are God's property. That means that we are caretakers. Say we are caretakers. Oh, say we are caretakers. And if we are caretakers, it means we are stewards. We are watching over God's property. Look at look at how when uh, maybe your uncle comes back from Germany. <laughs> and he came to use a Land Rover uh, Land Cruiser for three weeks, and then he goes back to Germany and says, oh, Emmanuel, you can be using this car in my absence. How will you drive it? (laughs) (laughs) The children in your life, they are God's property. Please, am I helping somebody this morning? 
I want to change the way you think about your child. They are God's property. And they carry in them divine ability and divine purpose. If we are caretakers, this scripture must be real to us. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 2. He said, moreover, it is required of stewards. Every caretaker is the steward. When you go to the Orthodox church, they have stewards. Those of us who have been there before. There's a steward for every church. What it means is that he's the caretaker. He goes around to make sure that the tap is flowing, whatever. The communions are ready. The pastor's car, whatever. He's a steward. He's a watchman. He's a caretaker. He said, moreover, it is required. It is required. It's not an option. It is required. It's a requirement that comes with being a steward. Your child is sick. You don't care. You are going to work. And you're going to leave them in the hands of teachers in school. You don't call to check up. You don't, nothing. All you are thinking is work, 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 work. It is required of a man to be faithful if he's a steward. Faithful to the tax of parenting. Paying attention to details. You have no idea the things our children know. That we don't know that they know. Until you spend some time with them. And you see that, hey, say now they've grown years ahead of you and you don't know. They will say something. Hey. They will mention the names of areas in town and you'll be shocked. Hmm. They will speak some English, eh? they will use a word. Then you look at and when you speak, they will correct you. <laughs> Tell you, Daddy, this is not how we say it. You should say it like this. Somebody's child was in school in GSS. And not knowing after every break time, he sneaks into a certain house to go and watch that movie. She never knew. Until one day, she starts chatting with the boys, teachers. And then they told her that your son has been going to that house to watch a certain movie. You know that movie. Her heart. She couldn't think far. Look, may our children not become armed robbers under our watch. Yes. When marriages break down, we begin to have these people in town. Go check the statistics. Go check the prostitutes on the way and ask them, how is your father and mother? If God gifts you a child, pay all the price. Pay all the price. To make sure that that child does not come out a dirty person, but comes out godly and purposeful for his or her generation. Can I hear a big amen? amen. One day, as a steward, we will stand before the Lord. And the Lord will ask us to give an account of that child he gave to us. Those of us who are still proliferating, five, six, the Lord be with you. 
God will ask us to give account of our children. How we raise them without partiality. How we raise them. Do you encourage your children to come to church? Your child is seeing you Sunday morning. You are in bed. You are taking tea, bread, watching Animal Kingdom. Sunday morning. He is watching. He is growing into it. Sunday morning, your friends have come home and you are doing sitting. Sunday morning. Sunday morning, you are on the distance. You are doing this thing. 10 o'clock, pastor is preaching. You are watching. Hallelujah. Pastor say, I thought you were saying, amen, amen. Your child is watching. One day when he discovers that he has a willpower and he said, let's go to church. He said, uh, daddy, uh, I'm going to play football with my friends. You'll be shocked because he didn't grow knowing that as a Christian, you must be part of a community of faith. Let us be careful. Some of the parties you are throwing in your house, stop. You are introducing your child into something you may never be able to handle in your old age. Am I, am I, am I preaching to somebody? Our children, children, if you didn't want children, why did you go and do that? <laughs> it's a call to responsibility. A sensitive, a spiritual, a knowledgeable, a patient, enduring responsibility. Will you waste their lives? Or you will promote their lives. Will you? The third thing I want to speak about. The child's assignment. A child's assignment. Am I making sense to you today? Yeah. The child's assignment. God told Jer- Jeremiah, as we read, that before you became a clot of blood in your mother's womb, I knew you. Then I called you as a prophet to the nations. So, at the point of formation, an assignment was embedded in the formation. Every child, every one of us here, came with an assignment that only you can do. Jeremiah, wasn't Noah. Jeremiah was not Elijah. Jeremiah was a prophet, but his prophecies were not like that of him. He never performed miracle. He looks at social injustice and he speaks against it. So you may be in the other side. Think, oh, this prophet is judgmental. But the Bible said in verse 5 of Jeremiah chapter 1, God called him a prophet to the nations. So he will look at you, whoa, you, wicked shepherd, wicked pastors. Instead of you feeding the sheep, you are chopping the sheep, wicked people. You take the offering and you chop. That is the type of prophet Jeremiah was. You will be in your church, you will just come. You, you are a wicked man. You are, you are preaching, you are a pastor of a church, you are a wicked man, God will kill you. And you go. 
That is why you must not compare your pastor with other pastors. Because I came myself and others came by themselves. And everybody has an assignment. For some of you, some pastors can pastor you. You rot under them. Because even under this fire, you are still firing. Muntijai. Noah was not called to prophesy woes. Elijah was a breakthrough prophet. And now we are all comparing all prophets to the kind of Elijahs and Elijahs. But there were prophets like Jeremiah, Isaiah, Obadiah, Amos. There were prophets who would come to your house. Like, once you have finished everything, early morning, your girl is leaving, then the prophet will come. War until you are dying tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> And may those prophets begin to emerge in 2022. They just shook their marks so that I'll feel like they said amen. So that I'll say, oh, they get amen. John the Baptist came with his own assignment. Let's look at that in Luke chapter 1, verse 76 to 77. One of the longest in the New Testament. And thou, child, shall be called. Give me a softer version. I want to wrap up quickly. And you, my little son, will be called the prophet of the Most High because you will prepare the way for the Lord. Verse 77. You will tell his people how to find salvation through forgiveness of sin. So this was the assignment of John the Baptist. You cannot expect John the Baptist to do the work of Jeremiah. Please don't force your children to become doctors who are hungry today. Say, if your child doesn't become a doctor, that means we are born. Let it remain with our fathers who are gone. Let that ignorance not follow you to raise your children. There are people who went who didn't go to school. But right now, yesterday I saw one's house. It was like a stadium. They say the stadium-like house of so so and so. The cars. The house. If your child says he wants to sew, he wants to do videography. You know they are doing PhD in videography. Don't say, oh, you, I want you to do a white-collar job. What is this? Your, your people are, being, are becoming lawyers and this and that. They are lawyers who are poor. They don't have any case to talk about. <laughs> and they are lawyers who are always lying. Like the man who killed people and put in fridge. You know there's a lawyer defending him. I didn't say anything. There's a lawyer defending him. If you go and kill somebody, you do, if you don't have money to get, the state will give you a lawyer. And what is he coming to say? Defend you. Who killed? May we not change the destinies of our children in the wrong way. 
Jesus, his assignment was clearly defined. He wasn't coming to receive prophecy like you will marry and your wife will give birth on the sixth month and then you will have three children. Your first son will go to Laodicea to pastor a church. Your second child will become a governor. No, 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 no. His assignment will come to the earth. 33 years, you will die. That is it. So at the age of 33 and a half, if he dies and you cry and you curse God, oh, why is this good man? This good man, they've said bad things about him. He has helped so many people. He has healed so many people. Why should God allow? You, you are ignorant. There are some people who died very young and you don't have the full detail of their life. You are a human being. Be careful what you say because God knows why he allows what to happen. I thought you are clapping. Only God knows the full plan of our children. Therefore, we must not disconnect from our children, from God. If we disconnect from God, we will miss out on how to raise that child. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11, GNT, quickly. In the next 10 minutes, I should let the children come and we enjoy them. I alone know who is speaking. God. I alone. Prophets know, I know in part. Prophets know in part. Your parents know in part. Everybody know it. We know in part and we prophesy in part. A prophet can see you and prophesy. You think he has mentioned your name, your this, your that. It is part. It is part. He doesn't know everything about your life. It's a joke for you to think that a prophet, for a prophet to think that he knows everything about you is a joke. He is actually a joker. Because the Bible says, I alone. I alone. I share that with no man. I alone. So if as parents, we disconnect ourselves from this person, this God, who alone knows the full detail of our children, what are we going to do? They are going to mess up their lives. Parents, get closer to God. Be real with your husbands and wives. Be real. Don't let your children see that you are bringing girls to the house. And when your wife talks, you insult them in their presence. What do you expect in your old age? You run. <laughs> let us be careful. The last thing I will say is that the help of God. God will give us help to raise our children. Yeah. Don't be afraid. They will come out well. I said, don't be afraid. They will come out well. I said, don't be afraid. They will come out well. Paul planted. Apollos watered. But God gave the increase. Don't be afraid. They will come out well. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Sometimes you see some skirmishes and you'll be afraid. Hey, I'm we? <laughs> Am I sure I'm doing that? No parent is sure that he's parenting well. So calm down. Tell, tell somebody, calm down. You are telling people who are not parents. Calm down. No parent feels like Every parent feels like, I can't be be a mayor. Because when you look at that child, eh, <laughs> it's like, and, and the question they ask is, where did he or she learn that thing from? We don't insult each other in this house. We don't fight. 
where did they learn it from? And you are worried. And sometimes you are a very dedicated Christian couple. And you are wondering, where did they learn how to wrap these words? And they mention, and they know it's bad because when they are doing it and you are coming, then they stop. When you take them out and they are playing those songs without off your eye, they'll be dancing. When you watch them, then so they, <laughs> they know. And thank God that they know. That is what you should thank God for. Because if they don't know, then you, then you are in trouble. They know, but they are childish. When they grow, they'll grow out of it. But if they don't know, ha, they'll graduate. And then you come to their rooms and they put all the pictures there. Say, well, from today, I'm a rap star. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to school again. I'm going to be like Tupac. At Trinity. We, hey. we, they were showing some, something, something on television. And I watched this six-year-old boy. Hey! There is an assignment for every child. And may God help us to unearth it. And it must go to the glory of God. Every talent is not for the consumption of the world, for them to take glory. Every gift. If you say you have a good voice, it must come to please God. So your child has a good voice. Let him, let him go to school. Encourage him. Talk to him. It will be very nice. We used to an architect whom God has called. The way he will even sing will be different from. <laughs> it's beautiful when educated people are singing. Yeah, it's beautiful. It makes a great difference. The gift is there. But there is a certain sense of direction. Are you here with me? So if you didn't go to school, don't let your child also stay home. One of the things that affected, my mom always says it, I'm saying this and I finish. Her mom stopped her from going to school out of marital anger. So you stop her. Don't go to school again. And the father, all the siblings of my mother are great men in the land. Here. You know some of them. Great. They retire very great. Almost at the apex. The mother said, to punish the father. Because it was like a David story. Backdoor. I'm saying something very serious. Keep your eye on the child. And keep praying. God will help you. God came to Manoah, the father of Samson, and gave him strict instruction. Samson must not drink any alcohol. He must not touch a strange woman. He must not eat the dead bodies of animals. He must not do this. He must not do this. Don't cut his hair. If it was you, they came to give that rule to you may school, you may homeschool the child. But Manoah never stopped serving God and inquiring of the Lord on behalf of the child. John the Baptist's father was the one that received that prophecy on behalf of that child. 
May the Lord give you the wisdom to raise that child and may the Lord give you the strength and the enduring capacity and the patience. The patience. Children can annoy you. They will bring you to your wit end. <laughs> and they will be looking at you. Do your worst. And let's see. <laughs> Some of them will say, what else can you do than beat me? Beat me. Do your worst. At that point, eh, if you are not careful, you Adrenaline comes down. By the time you realize you've broken the neck of your child. Amen. Close your eyes. Give the Lord a clap. I want us to pray whilst you are seated. Begin to mention the names of your children and pray for them. Address their weaknesses you have already started seeing. In three minutes, I'm giving you three minutes. Pray. Mention their names and pray for them. If you are seated by your wife, hold your hands together and pray. Mention them by name. Pray for them. Pray for them. Pray for the wisdom. And Jesus grew in wisdom and in favor. With man and with God. Pray that children will love God. They will not go wayward. Lord, order their steps. Let them find the right friends. Let divine presence be their company. We bind the activity of the enemy. We declare the hand of God to prevail in their lives. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Give the Lord a clap, my friend. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.